a phrase we often refer to as a window of opportunity. Window of opportunity involves so many things in our lives. We use this when we are talking about a launch into space. We use it, for example, if we're going to get on a bus. In any project that we seek to accomplish, we refer to a window of opportunity to pursue the project. And the phrase window of opportunity applies also to getting saved, being saved, come to a saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, to receive that great gift of salvation that he has, that he has, that he offers us, that he has won for us, that he has gained for us. Many years ago, I had the privilege of spending time with a woman who happened to be my grandmother, my mother's mother. And when I was quite young, during the first year of high school, I had the opportunity to stay with her for several months. And it was a very important time for me in my life. Every evening following supper, we would gather in her living room and in those days when you, she would read the Bible, and when, in those days when you prayed, you got on your knees to pray. So we then would get on our knees and pray, and Grandma would pray. And she would pray. She had a large family, and she would pray for each member of the family. And she would use this phrase so often that, of course, it's imprinted on my memory. She would pray and she would call them by name and she would ask the Lord that they might be saved, pray for their salvation, and then she would say, before it's too late. Before it's too late. And that impressed upon my young mind this idea of a window of opportunity. There will be, There is an opportunity. There's a period of time. And there's a, during that opportunity we may be saved. It's possible to go beyond the window of opportunity and then the opportunity is lost now it's getting late now as we move rapidly forward in our age it's getting very late now and soon it will be too late why why will it be too late why would we say that soon it will be too late the answer to that is that we see the darkness increasing. Darkness is increasing all around us. Gospel light is dimming, and this is what is permitting the darkness to increase. Darkness always results from an absence of light. And gospel light is dimming. And the reason that the gospel light is dimming is that too few, numerically, too few are being saved. And too few are being genuinely saved. And when I say genuinely saved, I mean saved in a way that transforms the life and enlightens the soul so that from that life now comes light, just light, truth, rightness, righteousness, purity, genuineness, making wrongs right when possible. And too few are being saved in that way, in that genuine way. This is resulting in the growing darkness. Genuine salvation enlightens society. And when we have numbers of people being genuinely saved, and this in 
This enlightens the society in which we live. Then, of course, dark, darkness hides. Darkness fades. Darkness hides itself. But darkness is not hiding right now. Darkness is not hiding. Darkness is blatantly showing its ugly face. When we refer to darkness not hiding, it's easy to see this if we have eyes to see. Error equals darkness, and truth equals light. And when error is manifested in the society significantly, then darkness increases. When truth is manifest in the society, increasingly, in sufficient numbers and degree of truth being manifested, then the result is light in the society. And so we know the darkness is growing now because we see the evidence of it in the thinking and the ideas and ideology of people around us. Ideas, for example, having to do with marriage. And these are these are ideas are erroneous and false ideas with regard to the uh, holy matrimony and marriage. The idea that same sexes would be able to marry. This is blatant error. And this is extreme, leads to extreme darkness. Views on morality have devolved and become so degraded. This is error. And the result of that error is darkness. The ideas that homosexual homosexuality and same-sex same preferences, the idea that uh, there we could change gender and uh, transgenderism. This is blatant error. And the result of that error is darkness. And so this, of course, leads to extreme error and significant error in our society, leading to darkness, which now... As the darkness increases to a certain level, as it has, as it has, and as it is now, then this opens up the area of the manifestation of the spirit of Antichrist, which we talked about last podcast. And the spirit of Antichrist is manifesting now in our society, and then, as this continues, then this will lead to the person of Antichrist manifesting in the society. And all of this is a consequence and a result of error, which results in darkness. But truth results in light. And when light is manifested in the society, the spirit of Antichrist cannot manifest. And when the spirit of Antichrist cannot manifest, then the person of Antichrist may not appear. When I was 26 years old, I had I had recommitted my life to Jesus, having committed my life to Jesus when I was very young, at about the age of 11 years. And so at the age of 26, following a wonderful visitation from the Spirit of the Lord, which was very private, the visitation. It, I wasn't attending churches at the time. But following this visitation, I got down on my knees again after having not assumed that position in many years. 
recommitted my life to Jesus. A short time afterwards, a letter came to me in the mail from my grandmother, the dear woman that I mentioned earlier. One of the things she said in this uh, letter is uh, this, and I'll just give you these words exactly as she wrote them. She said, David, we need, and the Lord needs, strong men like you to help get people saved before it's too late. Now, I can't save anyone. Only the Lord Jesus Christ can do that. He is our Savior. But I can work with Him. I can cooperate with Him. I can be a helper in His vineyard, if you like. And so can you. And so my question then then this morning is, how can this descent into darkness be reversed? And I'm going to presume that it can be. And I'm just going to move right over, can it be? And I'm going to go to how can it be reversed? And the answer to this question of how it can be reversed is this. This current present descent into darkness cannot be reversed by political decisions or by politicians or by educators. This current descent into darkness will be reversed by seeing people come into a saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ in significant numbers. We must see people saved before it is too late. This will result in a glorious light manifested in and through them into the society in which they live and work. This will transform society. This will change the politics within the society. The result of that light is that the spirit of Antichrist will hide. And when the spirit of Antichrist hides, then the person of Antichrist may not appear. And the Antichrist then is prevented. And what prevents the spirit of Antichrist from manifesting is the glorious light of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ manifested through genuine salvation in the lives of significant numbers of people in the society. And what is needed now, as my grandmother mentioned those many years ago, is we need strong men to help. I'm not excluding women, but my grandmother mentioned strong men And I believe she mentioned it for a reason. And so I'm going to mention it. And I'm going to mention it for a reason. We need strong men to help to be workers with the Lord Jesus Christ in the salvation of men, in the salvation of all men, women, boys, girls. We need strong men who will not succumb to the sins of the flesh. One of the great issues we're having right now is that we have men, but many of these men, talented men, gifted men, and I'll even say called men, but they are succumbing to the sins of the flesh. And we need strong men who will not succumb to the sins of the flesh and disgrace the message of the gospel. This is unfortunately happening all around us. 
and it's resulting in scandal, followed by scandal, manifesting and resulting in suicide, all kinds of all kinds of disgraceful things are occurring in this regard. And the reason that this is manifesting in these men is because the work of salvation is incomplete in terms of the experience of the salvation. Salvation is completed by the Lord Jesus, but the work in our lives is not completed. And there is an incomplete experience of the salvation that has been offered in and through Jesus Christ. And this disgraceful conduct and, and succumbing to the sins of the flesh is adding to the darkness and adding quickly and rapidly to the darkness that is prevailing around us. And so as I'll come to a conclusion this morning, the question is what to do? What to do? And I'm going to, um, I'm going to offer uh, advice that I know is absolutely foolproof guaranteed to result in a wonderful manifestation among us. And to the question of what to do is we need to get down on our knees in the same way as the generations that preceded us would pray. They got on their knees. We need to get on our knees. And we need to ask for truth. We may not know what to think. We may not know what to believe about various subjects. But we need to get down on our knees and we need to ask for truth. We need to ask the Lord, pray, and we need to say to the Lord, Lord, I want to know what the truth is on this, on this, on these things. I want to know what the truth is. Lord, I want to know the whole truth, nothing but the truth. Lord, as you Reveal the truth to me. I pledge this to you. I promise this to you. That as the truth comes to me, and as I see it, I will forsake all and follow you. And I'll follow the truth. Wherever the truth leads. To follow the truth is to follow Jesus, because he is the truth. But when we come, get on our knees and ask the Lord to reveal truth to us, we need to promise him very solemn promise that as he reveals it to us, we will walk in it, no matter what the cost. And he will. This is absolutely, I am assured of this more than anything else. He will lead us into the truth. He will do that. He will lead us into the truth. And he will give us grace and power to live it. And if necessary, to die for it. And if it becomes necessary, whether to live it or to die for it, we will count it all a gain. We will count it all gain. And if sufficient numbers do this, if sufficient numbers do this, revival will repel the forces of darkness and souls will be saved. Because soon it will be too late. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God and in me. In my Father's 
Jesus' house are many mansions. I go to prepare a place for thee. The Lord is coming, are you Oh. 